0: Apple presents Meet the Musician at the Apple Store. Please welcome this evening's guest moderator, CEO of AllHipHop.com, Chuck Kriegmer, and tonight's guest, Talib Kweli. What's up, Chuck? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How y'all feeling? What's up, Apple Store? Okay.
1: So these are your true, true, true fans right here. They
0: are. They came out downtown at the end of rush hour. Weather's bad. Weather's bad. Cleaned up a little bit. You know. Okay. New York City. You know. Yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. So let's get it going a little bit. So let's talk about your new album and you know let's let's get that going. It's available on iTunes, "Prisoner of Conscious." But can you uh, speak on that a little
0: bit for people that don't know already? Uh, yeah, I got a new album. It's my fifth solo album. It's called "Prisoner of Conscious." It's my second release on my my own independent label called Javodi Media. Uh, it's released this time, as distributed by Caroline EMI, and um, we have a lot of exciting guests on it. Uh, Currency, Melanie Fiona, Kendrick Lamar, Miguel, Busta Rhymes, Nelly, Seal, George from Brazil, uh, Marsha Ambrosius, we got tracks from E. Jones, Oh No, RZA, J. Cole, but most importantly is my album, and I, I hope that you get it, and listen to it, and enjoy
1: it. Now the album shows a, a tremendous amount of range for you, which, which uh Surprised me in a, in a way, you know, especially contrasting it with the title of the album, um, P- "Prisoner," whereas it seems like you're actually more free on this album. What's was that done purposely, or you know, it seems like a, a pretty stark contrast.
0: oh uh, yeah, "Prisoner" conscious is not what I res- refer to myself as. That's dealing with people's perception of what I'm supposed to sound like. Too often, because Music is not just a sonic experience anymore. People listen to music with their eyes, or they listen with preconceived notions of what an artist is supposed to sound like. And I try as hard as I can to defy the expectations of, of what you might expect, but still give you what you want and what you need. Um, it's important, especially for longtime fans who have invested a lot in me, to give them something of substance, and give them something that's entertaining. But at the same time, as an artist, I can't be confined to a box. And I I can't uh if you can find me to a box, then you can find the artist that I work with to a box, and you can find yourself to a box, and then we all box in, that's no fun.
1: No, no, no fun at all. Speaking of speaking of breaking out of boxes, uh you had a project a few years ago called with idol, you know, called Idol Warship with Reese and uh, another artist at one point. I don't know what happened with that. Reese, me and Reese. Right, you and Reese. <laughs> and um You know, that was a very unconventional uh, project uh, that a formula that some other people kind of used after the fact. But um, how did those ventures lead up to this, you
0: know, in terms of doing different innovative, creative things? Um, Prisoner Consciousness album was recorded over four years. In that four years, I released Gutter Rainbows, and I released Idol Worship. Idol Worship was created because Reese and I have often been pigeonholed as artists, and we wanted to create an album that employed all of our influences as artists, not just a couple. And um, that's what Idol Worship was, which is music, you know. Um, touring with Idol Worship, having the band, I have a band with my solo stuff. It opened me up to new ideas, new sounds. Um, I DJ around town. Um, anybody who comes to Beauty in Essex in New York on on Tuesdays knows that I'm up there, um, and you know. I had a lot of great music, musical experiences. Idol Worship included that really influenced the musicality on this album. Idol Worship was done to show people that I'm not just a lyricist or not just a hip hop artist. I'm proud to be those things. I'm proud to know, know those, known, be known for those things, and those talents are on display in my music. But that's not the sum of what I am. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now you also, you know, you receive, I guess criticism and praise for working with artists that a lot of people were a little shocked and stunned at seeing you work with. Um, Young Money is, is, I guess, the most notable recently. How do you take that type of criticism from your fans who I guess you would assume would ride with you during
0: that, down those paths? Um, well, fan doesn't have to ride with me for them to be a fan. They don't have to like every, every song I make. They don't have to like every decision I make. But a true fan will respect Every decision you make, and um, and I don't in my the way I listen to music. I don't care um, if I agree with an artist what they're saying. I don't care who they're dating. I don't care what color their pants are or how tight they are. Those I don't really don't spend any time thinking about those things. I I I listen to music, whether or not I like the song. Um, When I listen to a song, I think about where the artist was raised what type of music they were raised under, what, could I, what type of things influenced them. And I, I would like every artist to be true to their influences because I'm true to mine. So when I do a song with somebody, the only criticism that I take seriously from a fan or anybody else is a criticism of the actual song. Like if someone is like, I just don't like the song. Like I don't like the beat, I don't like the hook, I don't think you sound good, I don't think the other person sound, I don't like the song then that's a criticism I'm bound to respect. But if somebody is criticizing me for actually working with an artist, that's not a criticism I, I really respect.
1: Yeah. Now, on Prisoner of Conscious, did you get in the studio with these artists? Or how were you, did you guys you know, send sessions back and forth? I mean, there's a
0: lot, so I would assume that it was... um, Every Yeah, every song was different. The vast majority of it was done in the studio okay. um, with the other artists. Um, Melanie, Melanie Fiona's on the album. She, I wasn't in the studio with her. Okay. Um, I wasn't in the studio with Kendrick. Um, I wasn't in the studio with Marsh Ambrosius, okay. but other than that, everybody else I was in the studio with.
1: I thought it was a, like a, a huge testament to the amount of respect that these people have for you as well. I mean, you got everybody from Nelly, Kendrick, you know, M- Miguel. I wanted to ask you, did Miguel, was he,
0: did he do any kicks or anything? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's great about Miguel? and Kendrick these wonderful artists from Los Angeles is that um when i when i when i worked on this album miguel had no adorn you know what i'm saying when i worked on this album kendrick lamar hadn't dropped a single yet okay you know when i did these songs with them, with these people so you know i'm i'm just glad that i i run with a circle of artists and i'm in a community where i can see that talent as it's bubbling you know right. and like it, with the last you know, major label re- release I had, Reflection Eternal. Uh, we had a song called Just Begun, which had Jay Electronica and Jay Cole on it, you know. And a um, couple years later, people came up to me like, yo, when did you do that song? And I'm like, "Yeah, you missed it on that song. I mean, you know, on my early, on, 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 on quality, you know, I had um, Kanye on for four tracks on that album, you know. So I've always been able to be running a circle, uh, an artistic circle, where I can be amongst talented people. Whether they're or be amongst the best, whether everybody knows they're the best or not,
1: right, so you had the foresight to see
0: yeah, ahead. you know, I don't think it's a I mean, I don't think it's a visionary see the future thing, but I think it's just being a part of a community, and, and like you said, the respect of of of, of, of the business to where I'm, I'm put in those situations. I do hip hop music for a living. And so I get to see beautiful examples of music. I have very nothing to complain about. I get to see great hip-hop all the time. So last year, when I, someone might have complained about a song on the radio, I, I was saying, hey, you need to listen to this dude, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. So because, you know, so it's like I've just been blessed to be in the right situations.
1: Speaking of prisoners, a lot of people in general feel like they are prisoners of, you know, the commercial realm. You know, there was a time when hip-hop was... Dictating what was on the radio or video, and now it seems like it's reversed, where people are being told what to like, but the people are pushing back. Um, What are your thoughts on that notion that you know, and they're having hard a harder time finding it, even though we have far more ways of getting music?
0: Um, I think it's just this. I think radio, mainstream radio, television is dead. You know, it's still a. I mean, it's still a great promotional tool, but it's not something that drives the culture. You know you'll notice someone has an album come out. And people get invested in a song that they like at the club while they drunk, but they don't get invested in that artist. Yeah. And when you when you look at iTunes, you know, when you look at the top ten of iTunes, you know, you got Mac Miller in the top ten. You got J. Cole, whose album ain't even out yet. You got Kendrick Lamar, you got Mac Lemoore and Ryan Lewis, who have the number one album in the country twice in the top ten. And they made an underground independent hip hop album. You know, if if you don't if you don't recognize what they did, then you're not paying attention. You're just seeing Thrift Shop or Can't Hold Us Now on on MTV or whatever, but you're not really paying attention to how they really changed the game this year. You know, and as artists, we need to we need to look at those examples and count the blessings, not the problems. Yeah, you know, when you go to the club, when you turn on urban hip hop radio, you're hearing one thing, but when you look at what people are actually investing time in and what people are actually supporting and buying and and liking, liking and enjoying, it's a whole different picture. Yeah.
1: We had a discussion today on Twitter, and Charlemagne the God from uh, one of the local radio stations here and some other folks and myself were discussing the state of hip-hop overall. And he argued that there have been four golden eras in hip-hop and that we're in another golden era right now. How do you feel about that? You know, the
0: current state of affairs, you know, is there truly this renaissance? I don't know about a renaissance because it feels new to me. It feels something different, but I mean, I like a lot. I mean, I, again, I'm biased, yeah. Cause I'm always gonna like it. Like I'm, a, I'm an optimist. I get to see great hip hop. There's so much hip hop that's come out that I haven't even a, got. A, I haven't got a chance to hear every big crit song or every AB Soul song or every Joey Badass record. Like there's so much out there that I haven't even. And I do it all day long. Right. You know what I'm saying? I do it all day. That's all I do. And I haven't even been able to catch up with everything. So. I think it's kind of arrogant and kind of spoiled brattish of us to complain about hip hop dead and what's not available when not only is everything available but not it's not only just available it's available for free. Yeah. Like you don't even got to pay for it. Right. You <laughs> could just snatch it out the air. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and yet people are still complaining like it's like somebody made a good point to me on Twitter it's like people who are stuck in the 90s are complain about the lack of music that sounds like it's in the 90s. Yeah. But yet when when music became downloadable, we stopped supporting it. Yeah. You know, and it created a, a, and we stopped, we we stopped we started downloading it for free and stopped demanding that it be heard at mainstream radio. So you don't have groups like Alcast or the Fuji's or certain groups that would, would have had positive content and bubble up. You have your Kanye West, you have your Lupe Fiascos one or two, but you don't have you don't have the same balance until what Charlemagne is talking about, you're starting to see it now. Yeah. You know, I think Kanye made way way for Drake. As much as people want to hate on young money, Drake has made ratchet records, he's made strip club records, he's made party records, but he made a lot of heartfelt, honest, you could mm-hmm. even say conscious hip hop records that have mm-hmm. been singles. Absolutely. You know, even when you look at Nicki Minaj, and the people, people have all, uh, all types of opinions about Nicki Minaj, if you look at her actual singles that did well for her on urban radio, they were conscious records. Yeah. Wasn't no cursing in them. She was talking to young girls, uplift yourself. You know, these were great records. Yeah. And they clash maybe with her image of sex that's been sold, but people have to stop looking at music, listening to music with what they were, think about what somebody wear. And think about what, the, what they're trying to do more often. And then you'll start to see the blessings. You'll yeah. start to see how Kendrick Lamar has changed the game and how J. Cole may not be as conscious as what I'm doing, but he's certainly being honest and painting realistic pictures of what's going on. And you start yeah. to be excited and you start to see the, you start to support it. It's like, you gotta support it. You can't, like, Kendrick is, went number one in hip hop, selling what, 200, 250,000 a week? Yeah. Um, back in the day, it used to be a million. No. You know. But now people are not as invested in supporting artists like that. Um, um, but they're invested a lot in talking about what's missing.
1: Yeah. Too much energy on no. what's bad and not what's good.
0: Right. These only You have one tool to change what you think is missing. And it's not Twitter. It's not Facebook. It's your wallet. It's yeah. money. That's the only tool you have. People ask me all the time, how can you change? You just support what you like. It's not dissing no other artists for expressing they how they grew up. Mm. It's only supporting what you like.
1: Speaking of supporting what we like, a lot of people I know you get this a lot, but I, and I and last time we talked we we brought it up, but I'm a I try to be smooth. <laughs> Sorry, take your time. Um I know you get this question a lot, but everybody wants to know when if ever will you and most deaf get back together for a Black Star album.
0: Um yeah, you can yeah. go ahead and clap for Blackstar. I had to rile them up a little yeah. bit. Um I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, we do Black Stars, organic live experience. We do a lot of Black Star shows. Um, I don't see an album coming anytime in the near future. But I mean, I would love to do another Black Star album.
1: Yeah. Okay, that was easy enough. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, What's you know you've you've kind of been you know you've had this this nice balance between commercial and underground, uh, mainstream success and 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 off the beaten path success. Um, and now you're independent completely. What's what's been your you know your greatest challenge as an artist
0: um, and a businessman? I think you know last year was my greatest challenge. You know, um, having to separate myself from Blacksmith and the situation I was at and and at that time and and really learning the ropes of putting a record out myself. Um, you know, it was trials and tribulations for me last year. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm I'm better for it. And I think that I was able to roll out Prisoner Conscious. Better than I had rolled out a record in a minute, and I think it was solely based on me taking that control in my hands.
1: Okay. All right. So we got we're about to go into Q and A. So everybody get your questions together. So I wanted to ask you this last question before we do the Q and A because um, this you were the you were like the spokesman for hip hop when Lil Wayne and, and Rick Ross were you know. You well, a lot you were you were on you know, you were speaking. I got thrust into right. You got thrust into, into it. Yeah. You were in Twitter beefs with with friends or whatever, however. I mean, just seemed like you were everywhere. So let me ask you, so from that vantage point, where are we with hip hop and in this era where it's being accepted, but yet obviously when certain
0: things pop up, it's also still outlaw music. Um well I think that the Misunderstandings and the people getting upset at me for my opinions on these certain subjects come from a place where you have a lot of people who grew up investing in hip hop, loving hip hop, giving their all to hip hop, and then they feel like hip hop is not giving back to them. Right. You know, especially women. You know, you have a lot of women who love hip hop, but the hip hop that's being pumped to us by corporate radio stations and the TV stations all the time is so disrespectful to women all the time, and so. It becomes a it becomes a weariness there. Like I'm just I'm just sick of it. And um and so they pull back and they stop investing in it. Right. And so because they're not investing in it no more, you have artists who are not doing that but who can't get support from the community. You know what I'm saying? So it puts the artists in a in an interested position where I'm still part of this community. Um and I'm trying to fight the good fight in the. Not, I'm saying I'm. I'm talking about a collective of artists who do conscious music and try to not degrade women and you know you know try to uplift the community. Um, first and foremost, I'm for support of the arts. Right. I realize that if an art if an artist is expressing songs that deal with ghetto pathologies, that they're a victim of the same pathologies that their fans are. Right. They're not part of some. They're not evil. Right. They're not monsters preying on the community. Um. They're, they're, they're expressing years and years of degradation. Mm-hmm. They're expressing themselves. Um, people make the arguments of, he's old enough, he should know better. He's making, t- it's, all those arguments are irrelevant when you're talking about art, you know? So when I approach those situations, I approach them from not where I think people have to be, I approach them from solution basis. Um, and strategically, if I'm gonna ask somebody to be more responsible in hip hop, The first thing I have to do is embrace the fact that they're hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know, if I if I if I approach them and say, you're not part of the community, you're destroying the community. It's your fault women are having babies at a certain age. It's your fault kids are doing mollies. It's your fault that everything is your fault. You know, how can you expect how can you approach somebody like that and expect them to listen to you? To me, that's not strategic. So I feel like a better strategy is for me to work with artists like that. For Mm -hmm. me to just big them up when they do something that I do like, right. like if they have a song that I like, I support it, and just you know, try to create community so that the artist feels part of a community. If you feel outside of the community, why would you care about what the community has to say, say to you? And I think you know, people misconstrue that for me being soft on, on, you know, on certain artists. It's like, nah, just, I'm not gonna fall for the trap. Of me being an, against another artist, another black man, another young black man who's expressing himself. I'm not gonna fall for that trap. I, I, I wouldn't do that to my own brother, so I'm not gonna do that to another artist. I'm, I'm approaching my own brother with love, family like that, so I'm approaching another artist with love.
1: Okay. Amen. So, questions. Peace, Chuck. Peace, qua. Peace. Uh, I'm from the West Coast, my first time in
2: NYC. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. This is a, a, a splendiferous event for me. So thanks for being here. I got a question for you about Blacksmith. I know you brought it up a minute ago. Big fan of Strong Arm Steady, big fan of Gene Grey. As an artist, did you find that it was challenging to you know, kind of have this label situation with other artists? Just wondering what else you learned from that situation.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's important that when you work with someone artist-wise, that you work with artists that are capable of sustaining themselves. And the reason why I work with both Gene Grey and Strong Armstead is because they had their own followings and their own way of doing things that is a partnership. I didn't discover Strong Armstead, I didn't discover Gene Grey, I just partnered up with them. And we were able to uh, both benefit from the partnership. Um, Now with Javodi Media, I'm doing the same thing, but I have a little bit more knowledge. Um, You know, Sean Fallon was talking about my man Corey Moe, who's an artist from Houston, um, who I'm partnering with for his release, and uh, you know we might bring him up to do some songs, and and Reese, my partner in Idol Warship, I'm focused on a on a solo album with Reese. But I learned a lot from Blacksmith working with, with a team of people. What I learned from, what I the most important lesson I learned was, I found myself doing most of the work, and that's not to diss anybody else. It just is what it is. When it's your vision, you know, it was me who was like gung ho about the label. It was me who was like, I could we could do this, and it was my albums that were sustaining the label. It was my shows and my albums that were sustaining the label. So I just decided to just reinvest the energy and make it more about what I do. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I've been holding on to this question for a while. I have to admit, uh, my name's Matt. Pleasure. Thank you. Peace, Matt. So you did a track where you featured uh, Savion Glover. I believe it was off quality. Man, I'm a huge fan of, of bridging that that those arts. Um, I'm a tapper myself, so I love that. How did that
0: come about? How did you? Um, I know Savion for years, um, just for him being a cat street, in the streets and at the parties and whatnot. And right at the time that I was on Rockets and we were starting, Savion was moving out of like the bringing the noise, bringing the funk phase to like becoming like the representative. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know it's funny you bring that up because you know what I. You try not to have any regrets, right? But now in this age of YouTube, I really am like, damn, we should have been filming that. (laughs) We didn't film that at all, you know. And as now that I'm watching videos on YouTube and watching things that people, everything you film, everything now, I'm, I'm, I'm so mad. We weren't even thinking. I wasn't even thinking on that level visually. Like I was thinking, like, I was thinking Gregory Hans and all them, and I was thinking like how tap used to be a part of the canon of the music, and you would hear tap on records, and that's all my brain was at. So I was thinking, like, I know Savion. I invited him in. Um, he he insisted that we get this particular type of wood board in there. And what I remember, remember, we did it at the cutting room on Broadway, where you put this wooden board in there. And he must have tapped in there for like three hours to the point where the room had to be like a hundred degree. Like he made it hot in there from tapping. I remember that. Like we were in there sweating. Yeah. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, um. So it was a great thing. And he you know, he was just a homie. You know what I'm saying? So it was like that's that's what it was. All right.
1: Any other questions?
0: Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Um, I have a question. How long do you want to make records for? Um, I want to make music forever. You know, As far as making records and putting them out, I could see myself stopping at some point in time um, and letting them come out just naturally and organically as they come out. But um, I mean, I plan on making music forever to, to the end of my days. Definitely.
2: Hey, how you doing? Peace. Um, so I've seen you speak a couple of times. I love it every time. Um, I liked what you were saying about how to like revive rap industry by and hip hop industry by buying records. Um, my question is like, how do we, as fans, help those artists who aren't really making things anymore when we already have their albums? How do I bring Outkast back? How do I get Dre to finally drop Detox? How do... <laughs> do
0: well, I mean, I, you know, I, think, there's, I think that's a, it's a good question, but I think the fair answer in, in particular to Outkast and Dr. Dre is like, you're talking about artists that have been making music for 20, 30 years, you know? Um, Dr. Dre, he gave us, what, two, two great NWA albums? He gave us two incredible you know, chronic albums that changed the game every time they dropped, um, on top of everything else that he did outside of those records. It's like, to me, I look at it like, yo, I don't know what else I could ask from a Dr. Dre. I, I can't even imagine what else I could ask. Like, I, I could care less, I would love to hear Detox, but I could care less if it came out, because I'm like, what a, I don't even see what a, I feel the same about a Lauren Hill. It's like Lauren Hill gave us the score, of Miseducation. People be so upset when she want to show up and play a guitar. It's like let her let her play a guitar, man. Like she gave you Miseducation. Right. Like you know what I'm saying, like you go home and listen to that if you missed that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, as far as Outkast, like what Outkast? How many out five albums? Yeah. Like all yeah. of them incredible. Like it's so hard to make one dope song. Just one—it's so hard to write one dope hook. It's so hard to write one dope verse. If somebody give you five albums, man, you just gotta be like, "Thank you." And then you gotta look towards who's new. You gotta look at Joey Badass or Chance the Rapper or Kendrick Lamar and be like, "Okay, what you got?" You know what I'm saying? I think that's the only thing we can do. And um, and it's great that somebody like a Kendrick can reach back and still work with Dr. Dre, but still sound so fresh. And he can reach back and get MC8. You know what I'm saying? Or even like Joey Badass doing records with like Premier, P. Rock, and stuff like that. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at them to carry the torch because they knew, they brand new, but they still get it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it doesn't sound dated, but they, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm excited about that. I agree. Yes, sir.
2: How do you feel like um, when artists admire you or, or watch you, you know, Jay-Z said lyrically, I would be like Talib kwawe, you know, and different other artists. Has watched you over the year. Were you conscious of it, or you just was in your own lane? And and how do you feel about that reflection when he, they they pay homage to you on a higher level?
0: Um, it feels like I'm doing the the right thing. I'm in the right space. You know, Jay Z is somebody who I look to for an incredible amount of inspiration. You know, me being an MC from Brooklyn, um, it, it almost doesn't get any more inspirational than Jay Z. So for him to like mention me or in common. In a song where he's being reflective and talking about his place in the game talking about his father, it just makes me feel like okay, I'm doing what i'm supposed to do i'm I'm on the right uh, radars it definitely made me feel blessed definitely peace peace um there's a resurgence of uh east Coast hip hop uh you know asap uh pro era flatbush zombies. How do you feel about that and would you consider working with these young guys and sort of leading them in some way? Um, yeah, I consider working with anybody who's dope and about their business. Um, I think the thing that excites me most about all the artists that you named is that they're playing by the, their own rules. And the resurgence is not based on like a Def Jam putting out a bunch of artists, but based on them getting on the internet and just going for broke. You know, ASAP, I remember when they first start, when it first started popping off, what shocked me about it, which I liked, but was still different from how I came in the game, was I was like, this I only heard one song, yeah. peso. I was like, what, you know, what I'm saying, like maybe there was a, maybe there was a mixtape and stuff that I wasn't really hip to, but you know, that was really only one song that it and it wasn't even a song that was really out. It was like just something that was on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, pro era. I mean, do is, do do Joey Badass have a deal yet? No, no, he mm-hmm. don't. Like Flatbush Zombies, they don't got a deal yet either, right? Mm-hmm. And every every interview I do, someone asks me about those groups. And they don't have a deal, which to me shows an incredible, an incredible work ethic. Joey turned down
1: deal, actually.
0: Yeah, good for him. <laughs> Thanks Please. for coming by. Uh, can you say a little bit about the album cover if you haven't already covered it? I came a little bit late. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The album cover for Prisoner Conscious is my name in Arabic, and it's um. It's the back of supposed to be a back of a canvas. It's designed by J- Jeff Staple, who's a good friend of mine and a classic designer, artist, fashion dude from New York City. It's a company called Staple Design in a in a in a creative uh, uh, retail space called Reed Space. And um, when you get the album, whether you get the physical or the or the um, the digital, uh, there's a bunch of artists, mostly from the New York er- area, but a bunch but from all over. You got. Uh, James Jean and Felicia Douglas and Sophia Chang and you know a few other artists who contribute their own ideas to Prisoner Conscious and what it meant to them and um, and I'm I'm very excited about the artwork um, we have the the lyrics inside the cover and um, yeah that's it. All right.
1: Okay. Well, everybody, Talib Kweli. Thank you. Thank you. So. There will be a brief interlude and in a performance right after this. All right, see you out of there.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the stage, Taleb Kwali. Oh. Yeah, OK, I just go. Hands up, hands up, hands up. Everybody stand up, stand up. Say, oh, 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 oh. Now me hear you sing. Stop that, stop that, stop that. I know we in the apples too. <laughs> but it's still a hip-hop show. As soon as the beats come on, I grab the mic and turn it into a hip-hop show. Said so a hip-hop show, if I say, hey, everybody, throw your hand in the sky, what do y'all do? Everybody, if I say, everybody say home. Huh. Huh. Alright, try that again, try that again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now everybody say it. The queen is riding with me. She always sliding with me. You can't stop me like the bullets at the side of 50. They try to diss me, but whenever I say bye, they miss me. Walking with me, are you alien like walking with me? Talking with me, if the the nifty, take it off the table when the devil run the labor because the Lord is with me. Arrogance bring the fall of many. My name echo like the hall is empty. You want to go against me? Hey, this the cut, I'm the surgeon. Assassinate your character, cat Spurgeon. You ain't got a verse better than my worst one. You ain't got a verse better than my, no. That's off for album, Got The Rainbows. That's the first thing I put out, Javoti. Play something else, something new, something new, something fresh. This the up the at launch. What is this? This the up the at launch. What is this? This the up the at launch. Welcome to the prisoner of a Brainiac, dumb, dumb, busted, scientifical. You feel a door up in your soul, we get a spiritual. Heard I'm coming back, it's too scary, you put the fear in you. Murder every track of the drama, the light are staring at you. Get real shit back, it's a miracle. Rap been laughable over the last year, but you reflect like the mirror through who was the real liverpool or back with the classical shit back lyrical. That record right there is called Upper Echelon. It's on a new album. And it's kind of a tribute to Master Ace. He had a record called Born to Roll. Those same drums as Born to Roll. I took the hook, first line. This next record is sort of a tribute to my man, Eric B. Rock here and my peoples, you know. And um, on this album, I had a lot of new producers. My man, Harry Fraud, made that beat. And this next one is made by my man, Tren. A lot of new producers and making, employing new sounds, right? But we always pay tribute to those who came before us. So that was a tribute to Master Ace. Next one, a tribute to Eric B and Rakim. Let's go. Thinking of a master plan where there's nothing but cash inside my hand. Want to dig into my pocket, my profit is heaven set. I dig deeper, you know I represent, represent. Yeah, Money over pitches, my sisters go over everything. My band and make a dance out forever, just like a wedding ring. Far above the hate and the jealousy that the are ring Trying to get away from these 85, but like Everland. Ride with me, got them leaking like Neney. Got them licking like Ricky. These monkeys biting like hickeys, because they seeing what I'm doing. Filling them with confusion. Cutting just like a chewing. up the it just like a student of the room. P.O.C. Y'all, Prisoner of Conscious. Um, you know, what? I was gonna do like a whole like a bunch of records from my career, but I want to stay with this Prisoner of Conscious for a second, cause some of y'all ain't heard it yet. Let's play something else from that. All right, this record right here is featuring Miguel. It's called Come In. Are you ready? 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 Yeah. Why you so far away? You need to feel this I got something to tell you, come yeah. real quick I done dirt in the past, I know the love hurts I come for you, but my lady gotta come first I can tell by your hesitation trust is trust you. you get excited, ignited, it's highly high and combustible possible. You want a higher vibration, that's why I fuck with you Let me provide you be comfortable as a host. Your whole style is colder than Minnesota I love your profile, the way you look over shoulders At the crib, I'm hoping you come over We can do a like comment, and in the memory come. Do my rock for rockin' Michelle, give me a fist pop Flat, magical rock, with the fist uh. Do it till we rockin' the bells and light like camp pop promise you i not gonna tell, we keep our lips locked Lock, 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 and go I don't wanna waste your time No, 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 no <laughs> Y'all rockin' with that? Okay, Prisoner Conscious, new album I think they've been good enough to play some some older music though You know What I'm saying? What else you got? All the lonely people Yeah Where do they all come from? Sound the lonely people Make us so a focus in the DJ way do they all be Everybody, everybody, everybody say All the lonely people Lonely, lonely people Lonely people all through the city Club hopping, Stop it. thug posturing, thugs be locking horns with crits in the drug block. Dollars flow out of the hood, trying to make paper out of the wood. Money don't grow on trees for paper. People change color like these in the In the mind like a filthy pig begging you, and you dog not store or call off. That much deserve ask these niggas need, niggas need, need. Never work with his hands, little kid on the block that always wearing that all cross. Be in the club looking for happiness, turn the needle to love, then it hit him out the blue like a vision. Jay, cut that off. Tattoos tell me who you are. Plastic surgery could have tied of God. Uh, lasers to remove the scar. There you are. You a superstar. Superstar. It's your birthday and you're in the club. Took a holler back. And nigga, what? So much cleavage. you your nass crackin' pussy. What's stockin'? we plummet on the NASDAQ. Blank stares like nobody care. In the room so exclusive. Nobody there. But really, truth is that nobody there. Cause there's feelings inside that nobody share. I want God to smile on me. But see, fame is a drug and you're wild to eat. Celebrities decorated like Christmas trees. God complex like the a Christmas scene. Sing a song to yourself. Stand alone. Nominated for a gold gramophone. Wet couple left your man and social security is your people, camera phones You got rose gold, yellow butter, pink cash, man, so ahead of the trend They so last year, last month, last days, last summer, last minute Your pursuit the cool, so passionate, to the cash in and laugh in his face If it's deaf for anybody, it will stay in their place So popular, can't go nowhere, folks stopping you Might want to check the thermometer, when you went to the room, the heat rises Surrounded by people still lonely, that's why you need disguises Let's go oh. To the man v- oh. Mm Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah, you pronounce it? Party. Any questions, I bring many blessings with my man high tech. He from the nail. We make the sky crack for the fly track. Hands up, hands up, put your fist in the air. Party. Keep it near like naturalness. mystic A smoke when the slip slip a revolutionary. Party. They ask you what I'm writing for and writing to. Tell you what we, Hey yo, say to leave a talent If it's hard, try spelling it phonetically. If not, let it be like Nina Simone. Party you now rocking with the best, Ty Lim kwa Lee. My oh man, mad soul, and a place to be. Thank you, thank you very much. That song was from an album that I did with high tech called Reflection Eternal. A lot of people got that album. We did a follow-up album called Revolutions Per Minute. And I'm very proud of Revolution Per Minute. I had great songs on it. This is one of my favorite ones. Let's go. Welcome to my longitude and latitude My attitude is shaped by my surroundings Skyscrapers, public housing The sheep is running from the sun who's is hollering at the moon Tragic how you in the street You ain't got no avenue When it comes to rapping Who the baddest to? In this world. They still don't it's a recession, well recession, Don't we be been stressed, been a mess, and we been dealing with this depression since way back. Shoot, we gotta say that that's the greatest lesson, slave to our possession. The devil's favorite weapon, fight to the death. Yeah, man. In this world. and the next, and the next, and the next. I appreciate y'all love. Now, I was telling you earlier, I was telling my man Chuck, I got a label called Javoti Media. And there's an artist who I'm working with, he's from Houston, Texas. And I have the pleasure of having him in the house today. I want you to give it up and make some noise for my man Cory Moe, this is in a place to be. Oh,
2: I'ma tell you what a like nigga told me, can't everything around me, can't rule everything, everything around me. Pocket stay fat bitch ass about ask me, about, rep what you want, I'ma rep for the, oh, the South. See me in the hood, I'm probably ducked out. Oh. See you with a bitch, you got some good oh. mouth. See me oh. in the mall, oh. it's bound oh. to get bowed. I'ma, I'ma tell you what a nigga told me, can't everything around me, can't everything around me.
0: Corey Moe, y'all. Oh, love. Corey, real quick, kick a acapella. I don't think they really had Kick a acapella, real quick. Shout out
2: to the dog in the front, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll show
0: that with the Yankee hat. You
2: gotta love that. All right, let me see, let me see. See, I've been flowing more than half my life. All I know is pass the mic and recite dialect precise as possible. Then enhance my chances of getting a substantial advancement, making my calls probable let alone profitable. Look up unstoppable and see Cory Moe written in bold ink on top of the page. UGK alumni not finna change for now human in this oxygen cage. I'm just your favorite rapper's favorite producer smoking a hookah, sipping on something mixed with some vodka next to my ruga. Money on my cerebral, hustling like a Hebrew. International pimpin' interacting with my people. Trying to make a living out of nickel and a dollar, but I'm on the road with Kwali traveling across the wall. Smoking all the Marijuana you ever wanted. Damn, it feels good to be puffing up on it. Ride with me, yeah, yeah. vibe with me. Why not? Roll up, Let's get high go. with me. Hey. What you smoking on? Killer or Reggie Miller? Kush or Reggie Bush? Bush. Clear or brown liquor? Whatever, Whatever your. It's all good, my nigga. I'm just a upper echelon smoking crown sipper. Hipper than most with hoes than Jack Tripper. But still I stay a
0: good distance from the gold diggers. Yeah, and for you ho
2: niggas, I hope you're croaking your sleep. I keep the faulty cow on me case you want a
0: creek I like that song. That's why I asked oh, you. Really? I like that song right there. Hey yo. Appreciate the love. Corey, don't go nowhere. Me and Corey got a song on my mixtape. Attack the block. I did a mixtape with my man Z Trip, one of the world's best DJs. Called Attack the Block. You could download it for free at that piff when you go home. But me and Corey got a record with Killer Mike on it, and let's do that for the people. She got it. My next move gotta be my best move. On the
2: cool, I'm coming through. Make room, I'm getting to the money. So if you see me in the streets on my hustle game, homie, techno am getting to the. New all I'm looking for is my ears, Pippin. I'm getting to the money. Nothing but the big face money. What you trying to do out of it. Bitch, I'm getting to the... never take it personal. Pippin is all business. Come on. My mind, don't oh, mind. The women is off limits. Trying to make a dollar out of diamonds some pennies. I don't want to hear about it if I don't make a percentage. Nice. Quite Mo, y'all. All right. Appreciate the love, y'all.
0: Now, so what else you got? That was gangster. This track right here is on my new album, Prisoner Conscious*. It's produced by the by the RZA Resurrector for the legendary Wu-Tang Clan. If you like the RZA, make some noise right now. You know what the RZA would say. BONG! Take the tour while I make the roar. While the beat so savage that it's knuckles gonna scrape the floor. Hey! While the rocket Share's taking all John Woo Gun music. Hey! These rap niggas, this bitches, nothing but suckers to me. Sacrify myself for the music, let them suffer to me. It's nothing it to me, I only feel vexed when I fuck with Louis. Yep, I get fucked in the studio like I'm evil, keep pulling tricks like the Muppet movie. Shine out my like, like most, calling his mother Umi. Who the hottest, who call us who? Flaming, you ain't talking about the best till you mention my name, Kwalee. <laughs> some else, some else, some else, some else. I gotta go. Some else. Ah, <laughs> baby, baby, please. I don't know what he's gonna play next. Oh, okay. This next song off the album, it's called Favela Love. It's dedicated to Brazil. How many people familiar with Sail George? Like four, right? Now, Sail George is a Brazilian singer, movie star. You might recognize him from City of God. You might recognize him from Life Aquatic of Steve Zizou. But right now he's on my album and he's speaking Portuguese. Now, for those who don't know what Portuguese is, it's like fancy Spanish. I don't know how to say it, i This song is about how a place could be something that you could fall in love with, like a woman for a man. Feeling a panic and go from the whole planet Yeah, my work's romantic, my language is romantic Hey, vocabulary, is buzzing the capillaries My freedom and taste sweeter than juices of berries, My adversary speaking of my name, I'm so sick Tachypherry, gorilla, the game is so pimp Everything fall the place, is gravitational Profits stay in the back, the is to win Healthy relationship, make your other ones better Lee Scratch Perry, call me the upsetter For the cheddar, get the bread up Mr. International, call it the bruised shedder the spiritual newsletter as y'all see, I'm, this is all new music. I'm, I haven't really got a chance to perform this for people, so I'm glad uh, that y'all gave me the opportunity to do that. I love y'all, and I appreciate y'all for that. And uh, you know, and I got one more thing to say before we get out of here. If you was born in New York City and you know you fly, wave your hands in the sky if you're not know again. Now this I woke, moment, I woke up feeling brand new. and I, I jumped
2: up feeling I'm my high, come on, and my low and my soul come on, and my goals.
0: It's just, it yes. stops. Just to get by, just to get by, just to get by Everybody get wave your hands by. in the sky, say oh. <laughs> One love, y'all, it's a love, I love y'all